Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. A 20-course meal restaurant is set to debut in Nashville from one of Nashville's top chefs. One of Nashville's most authentic Italian restaurants is eyeing a Germantown location for 2023. And in our continuation of our Middle Tennessee Lakes Adventure series, we bring you possibly the best lake for anglers and adventurers alike. We'll talk about all this and more on Nashville Daily. Here at Nashville Daily, you're thinking Nashville. I literally am. <laughs> Every day. You're thinking Nashville, think Brad. Especially, I think Nashville is going to be one of those places. We keep talking about this, but I think it's becoming more true every day. Is you're going to want to be a place in a place in Nashville where you can just uh, get home from work and walk to your favorite restaurant for dinner. And we're going to be at that at that point in Nashville, depending on what neighborhood you live in, you'd want that to be your reality. Well, there's nobody better to show you around Nashville and show you what your dream home could be in those neighborhoods than Brad Reynolds. You can find him over at thinkbrad.com. If you're thinking at Nashville, make sure you're thinking Brad. Brad Reynolds is a Nashville-based realtor closing in on $200 million in sales he knows Nashville real estate like nobody else. You can reach out to Brad over at thinkbrad.com. Subscribe to his YouTube channel. Think Brad has a lot of great videos about Nashville over there. And follow him on Instagram at Brad underscore Reynolds underscore Nashville. And we have some uh, giveaways over at thinkbrad.com. If you text Brad, 615-856-3270. The number's on the screen there. Um, and also you can find that at thinkbrad.com. Or his YouTube channel shows how to enter the giveaway which includes an iPad, an iPad, which Stuart, uh, well, well point out pointed out yesterday. You can use that iPad and then look hey, for your new home hey, on Zillow down there. there. Zillow. And uh, <laughs> this is not sponsored by Zillow. If they want to come, come contact us and contact Brad and, uh, just make sure to go text him right now and you can get also get a swag bag. Yeah. Get a swag bag with some, uh, very cool stuff on there. Make sure to visit. Think Brad. Com. So there's a new restaurant that just opened yesterday in East Nashville, and this is a 20-course tasting menu experience from the <laughs> chef, uh, Sean Brock. I, I did a double take when I read that. I, I, I read it about 17 times. Uh, so this opened in East Nashville above Aldry on 809 Media... Uh, What's that street? Uh, this is at 809 Meridian Street. Meridian Street. And this is interesting. You said it's just above... Sean Brock's flagship restaurant, Audrey. Yes. So this restaurant is called June. Opened in yesterday. Oh, July. July. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, But we have some photos. uh, (laughs) This is kind of funny. Uh, So we have some photos from the Nashville Business Journal. And I I asked Aaron when I initially saw this photo, I'm like, is that a mushroom? (laughs) That's a No. That's a a bowl. Oh, it looks like. You know, with the, with the. Forestry it, it around looks, it, I could see. It looks like a mushroom. So I could see. This is a dish of snow crab, uh, froze, dry buttermilk, and parsnip pudding. Okay. All right. So next photo. Is that a mushroom, Aaron? 
Uh, I mean, it could be. I've never seen that type of mushroom before. <laughs> it looks like a mushroom. Uh, this is, uh, well, yeah, I'm just going to let you read that there. On a the savory <laughs> beignet with smoked hollandaise and caviar. All right. So uh, these are like all bite-sized type things. Okay, so you scroll through. I'll tell a little bit about the restaurant as we scroll through these beautiful that photos. That definitely a mushroom. I could eat that in one bite. Uh, there will be eight menus each year at June as, as Brock prioritizes extremely extreme seasonality in the ingredients he uses. Each menu has five acts with bites in between. And the size of plates is determined by the number of bites each item takes. I guarantee you I could challenge that theory right there. Do you think you can eat all 20 and still be hungry? I, oh, yeah. I think I'm i sure, yeah. Uh, the courses are, uh, I'm going to mess this up, uh, canapes, can- canapes, uh, C-A-N-A-P-E-S. Somebody more cultural than me, please let me know how to pronounce that. Water, land, desert, and... Uh, Petite fours that showcase Brock's ties to uh, the mountains in uh, the Smoky Mountains in that area and inspiration from his research and development lab. A sample of dishes includes crab and acorns, deer with pawpaw, and spring greens, savory beignet with smoked hollandaise and caviar like we saw earlier, and the snow crab with freeze-dried buttermilk and parsnip pudding. Uh, At the nine-table, 32-seat restaurant... Wow. That's a, that's tiny, just like uh, a little bites. Diners should expect their tasting experience to last two to three hours. And then you go to cookout or Chick-fil-A afterwards. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, I assume it will be really satisfying. It's just that's a that's a large meal. Twenty twenty courses. <laughs> twenty I don't know I don't, courses. I don't know if there's any other restaurant in Nashville that has that many courses. Not not designed like that. You could probably make it that way if you really wanted to. Yeah. So now let's talk about <laughs> something where uh, one slice of this can definitely feed you. Uh, this is a new pizzeria. Oh, it's this, not really new. No, it's not a new it, pizzeria. It, it's going to be in a new location. Uh, this is DeSano Pizzeria, and they have their initial location in Midtown. They also have their one over in one Bellevue place, and it looks like and they're Fifth opening. And Broad. Oh, yeah, they have Fifth and Broad. I always forget about that one. And then it looks like they're opening one in Germantown, so there's going to be some pizza competition uh, in Germantown because of tailgating so as well. So they're, they're moving from Midtown oh. to... Germantown. They call it North Capital oh. in the National Post. Nah. It's Germantown. Uh, if it's by the ballpark, I'm going to call it Germantown. Most people will more recognize with that. I wonder if they're going to start splitting that off from above Jefferson and below Jefferson. or So, so I don't know how exactly they're splitting that off. Um but it'll be located. Can we get Greg on this? Yeah, I'm going to. Um, yeah, let's see, Greg. Greg, let's wake him up. Greg, and, uh, and we know see. you. Had, we know you had a rough night last night. <laughs> we, we understand. Um, so the the restaurant will be located at 1010 Fourth Avenue North in the commercial building located near First Horizon Park and next to the structure home to Von Elrod's Beer Wait, Hall which and we Kitchen. we just talked about their expansion. That is, that is 100% Germantown. Yeah, that's 100% Germantown. Uh, uh, we have okay. Greg on the street. Oh, Greg. He, he we said, have. reporting for duty. Reporting for duty, even though I'm hungover. All right, so uh, 
this okay so this is the area right here all right so, so where is this in relation to the ballpark so the ballpark's right there that that's like oh, the well, heart of german yeah that's that's german and then we talked about uh van elrods how they're doing the expansion a couple yeah. weeks ago yep so this is a this wow. is going to be a great location german, for a pizza restaurant that that german town is is the place to be uh, that entertainment because you have the uh, Brooklyn Bowl. Yep. Got tailgate out there now. You've got uh, several apartment complexes where soon you'll be able to see the games at at uh, First Horizon Park. Uh, you've got uh, um, Third and Home. Yep, it's a great restaurant out there. Plus all you the uh, neighbors all, grill. All, right all, there. Yeah, all of the other amenities that Germantown has to offer like uh the Red parks bicycle waldo's chi- waldo, waldo's 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 chicken waldo's chicken <laughs> um and uh, of course the farmers market so i think with uh their midtown location let's just let's get greg there right now um he just has to get through traffic th- through germantown real quick yeah they're, they're pretty tucked away in midtown so i think it's going to be a skyscraper that's the only thing that makes sense um yeah that is literally the only thing that makes sense so greg uh got through the traffic very very record <laughs> fast and he is in midtown right now he so will we'll tell us secrets this is why we hired him yeah he's just he's good um so right now he is in midtown this is right off of uh the roundabout uh, yeah. the music city or the music rail roundabout so this location opened in 2012 this yep. is the first location um, it, it, this is under contract to be sold. Um, Bob Doyle owns the property with Kelly Brooks, uh, the, with the pair having paid $1.8 million for it in 2003. Uh, Doyle owns Major Bob Music, the manager of Garth Brooks. Uh, he couldn't be reached for comment regarding when the property is slated to sell and who the prospective buyer is in this. Uh, DeSano said he's not ready to disclose the cost and uh, get operational in North Capital or in terms of the lease. However, North Capital. Yeah, it's Germantown. Uh, however, Kevin Fulton, a broker with Market Retail Partner, reported to Sano for the lease. He said Midtown restaurants, uh, he said the Midtown restaurant generally has 25 employees working there at any given time. Uh, DeSano said he budgeted a million dollars for the design, construction, new equipment, furniture, and point of sale systems. He said the future space will offer a large covered patio area probably similar to on Elrod's in that way. Yeah. It's uh it's definitely going to be a skyscraper folks. There, there's no <laughs> <laughs> there's no It's doubt definitely not going to be another restaurant. Uh, n- yeah. There may be restaurants in the f- basement floor of it, but it's definitely going to be a, a skyscraper. But speaking of restaurants, I went to a restaurant in Franklin, Tennessee called The Coffee House. Is this inside one of the hotels? No, it's actually no? it's uh Let's see in Franklin. It's like almost off of Main Street uh, or like where the square is. Okay. I think it's off of Third Avenue. It's next to CJ's on the square where we went to do that one event that one time or film that one event. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, It's like right next to it. And from an SEO standpoint, the coffee house, that's just a great name. Like everyone searches coffee houses uh-huh. and that pops up. Is it in like a little it's in a house? A house? It, yeah. it, it would almost have to be. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had their frozen coffee, which was delicious and it hit the spot on a 97 degree day. I bet it did. I also had their peach tea, which was delicious. Ooh. And, that I, sounds had, really good. and I had a breakfast burrito. Man. The only thing about the breakfast burrito. Is I'm I'm used to Oscars. Yeah, no, Oscars ruins the and comparison Os- game. Oscars is such a large burrito, and it's such it's so in charge. <laughs> you get you get other burritos. Go, you're oh. like 
Oscar's comes on like a 12 inch tortilla. This came on like a six inch tortilla. So it was mm. like super small. And I'm like, oh. oh. Thankfully, the wife got a chicken salad sandwich. Uh, I was about so to say, I was, I was almost to, that as I, well. I was almost about to say, thankfully, there's a Oscar's in Franklin. That's true. Or it, it's a West Coast Taco now. They changed the name. Oh. Uh, it's same. Yeah, Almost same the same thing. thing. Yeah, same thing. But the the frozen coffee was absolutely delicious, and I, was, I like that as opposed to an iced coffee. I like yeah. the frozen coffee. I think they're one of the only ones in like, especially Franklin, maybe even Nashville, that have a frozen coffee on their menu. Right, because otherwise, at some other places, you'd have to get like a frappe, frappe or something yeah. like that. But that's got a lot of sugar and a lot of milk and a lot of creamer, and sometimes you just want frozen, frozen coffee. coffee. Yeah. It's a great idea. I have no idea how they make it, but it, it was delicious. There you go. And that's the coffee house in Franklin, Tennessee. All right, let's head over to Explorers Nashville tip of the day. For Explorers Nashville tip of the day, it's a great day to explore some of the incredible parks around Nashville. And one of the coolest parks is Bell's Bend Park, which is located in northwest Davison County. And this is a really cool park because they have mountain bike trails, but it's all trails that are like grass. So it's not like dirt trails. The biggest thing you have to be aware of is, is the mosquitoes are like deadly, yeah. deadly there. Yep. Like literally last time Aaron and, and I we were, were there in the, the morning. In the summer, yeah. I got bit probably over 200 times. <laughs> it was it was an itchy experience. Uh, but there's a really cool visitor center there, and then it, it goes right on the banks of the Cumberland River. So it's a really cool hidden gem in Nashville. There you go. And it's really quiet. It's in a very interesting part of... Except for when the helicopters do the, the, the test trials. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's in a very quiet and mountainous part of Davidson County that you probably ordinarily wouldn't be in. That's true. Uh, so that's a cool experience within itself. So check out Bellsman park in uh, kind of the northwest nashville side of things that is explorers national tip of the day Today's episode is brought to you by Screen Threads. If you're looking for a job in the historic Marathon Village, Screen Threads is currently hiring right now. Uh, they have two positions available. One is for the front retail, and then another one is you have an opportunity to print T-shirts. Hey. And it's, it's a pretty cool opportunity because you get to print T-shirts for clients all around the world. Uh, they fulfill for a lot of Etsy stores, Shopify stores, and then they have clients literally in Australia and all around the world. So if you're looking for a job, check out ScreenThreads.com or email Scott at ScreenThreads.com. Also, if you want to just shop there, go to ScreenThreads.com. Use the code Nashville Daily for 10% off. You want a tax-free weekend? How about a tax-free Screen Threads purchase right there? Yeah, that basically saves you on the tax. <laughs> All right, so we are we're swimming deep in this lake series, but the we're we we got down to one of these lakes, and so the basically the way uh, that I planned this out is I did the lakes and how close they were to the city of Nashville, and so a few other lakes that we're going to be talking about later in this series. Uh, we have Kentucky Lake, we have Dale Hollow Lake, uh, and, and we have Tim Tim Tim's Ford Lake. But now we need to talk about this very, very small lake uh, that's located near Bedford County or Coffee County, and this is Normandy Lake. It's it's a very small lake compared to uh, Kentucky Lake, which Kentucky <laughs> Lake is 160,000 acres. The surface area for Normandy Lake 
is 2,490 acres. So it's very small, but the total capacity, so the reservoir can hold 126,100 acres. So that means that I think that's how much water it can hold with the capacity? Um, possibly. Um, so this is also the, the, the largest uh, dam that TVA built that is non-powered or, or that's non-power producing. Yep. Uh, so it means this is simply for flood control is what this dam is used for. Uh, and so this is located, I can't remember if you said already, it's located in Coffee County, uh, be- between, uh, Bedford and Coffee counties. Yeah. So this, the dam completion, uh, occurred in 1976 with this. Um, and, uh, they have, if you want daily, uh, water levels, then you can track that on the TVA app or TVA website. Uh, and, and the reason you're like, why the heck would I want to do that? This is one of the most popular locations for, uh, for fishing yep. um, in maybe central Tennessee, uh, it's because they have a, a, a wide variety of fish because this is uh, damming the, uh, the Duck River, yes, which is one of the most biodiverse in the United States. So we have a photo of the dam. Uh, we're going to throw that I up. I bet a lot of people fish here yeah, yeah. <laughs> at this so dam. So look at that dam. That is damn. A, that, damn, that is a nice damn. Uh, I, I, I like this lake series because I could say that word without feeling bad. So, <laughs> no. uh, so the dam actually spans. Uh, it's relatively large. I think it's 800. Hold on. Let me get back to the page I was looking at. The, the dam spans 2,800 feet across the river valley. Um, so as, as far as I'm on the Tennessee uh, TWRA facts about this uh, Normandy uh, Reservoir, Normandy Lake. Um, like I said, if fishing is kind of the main thing here, uh, what can you expect here? You've got black bass, you've got crappie, you've got walleye, you've got catfish um, here, and uh, this is a very, very popular spot for those, and uh, you, you can find... I- I'm surprised that there's not more. I think there's another page uh, that has more there's, species. Yeah, there's bluegill, that. Uh, warmoth, there's reed deer, sunfish, rock bass, white bass. There's two different fi- catfish. There's flathead catfish oh, and nice. channel catfish. Nice. So there's a lot of different fishing opportunities. And it, one thing about the Duck River is the Duck River is one of the most biodiverse rivers in the world. And that's literally in the backyard of Nashville, like... Just a little, about an hour away from Nashville. Yeah. So it, it's pretty cool. This is, you know, it's not huge. This place is, is not huge at all compared to the lakes that we've talked about before. Uh, we've got a Google map to kind of show you um, what this looks like in comparison to the land in and the, the area. Um, but uh, it stretches. Uh, oh, did you already say the dam is it's 110 feet high? Yep. Uh, it stretches 2,807 miles or feet across the Duck River, miles would be that'd be that a would long be a way. Big dam, um, and uh, that's I mean, there's really not more a lot to say about 
this. So there, there's a few other activities at Normandy Lake. So the only thing is there's no marinas at Normandy Lake, uh, but there it is pretty close to a few waterfalls. So if, looking here on Google Maps, you see Manchester, Tennessee. Uh, that's the home of Bonnaroo. Uh, but Manchester, Tennessee has one of the best state parks in the Tennessee State Park system, and this is Old Stone Fort State Archaeological Site. And this used to be a, cer- a ceremonial ground for celebrating the summer solstice. Uh, so there's a few waterfalls there on that site, but then there's also Rutledge Falls, which is only about 10 miles away or 10 minutes away from Normandy Lake. There's Machine Falls down there. Uh, there's just a few different attractions, but this is a relatively small lake compared to the big boy lakes. The, the only other significant thing that might be worth mentioning is there was, uh, and this is coming from Wikipedia, uh, there's something called the Normandy Archaeological Project, and uh, this was done um, from March of 71 to the summer of 1975 prior to, to the completion of the dam in 1976. A lot of it done by UT Knoxville people um, and, and essentially was to study, um, you know, uh, civilizations all the way back through I believe 6,000 BC to see what yeah, yeah. they could find. Um, and it was very interesting. If you want to read about that, it, they, they said they may have found some temporary settlements where uh, people came in to build the old stone, yeah. uh, the, the native American old stone fort site uh, and where people came in seasonally to build that. Uh, and they could say, okay, it wasn't actually really occupied during these times. It seemed to be more occupied during these times. This, this is when it was very much a hunter gatherer spot. This is when it was kind of a farming spot. Uh, and so if you want to, to read about that, we've got a link for the Normandy archeological project in our show notes. Well, if you don't mind throwing it up on Wikipedia real quick, this is actually a relatively large Wikipedia article. Yeah. I, I, ended, um, up, I ended up reading through all of this to kind of get a get a sense of get a sense of what they found it's actually and what was in there it's very comprehensive article compared to a bunch of the other lakes and history stuff yeah this is the most about normandy lake that that this is probably the largest resource about normandy lake that is out there all right so let's talk about some eateries near normandy lake uh this one i believe is directly in manchester and this is freddy's uh this is like a sports bar and brewery they don't have brewery they have draft beer i don't know if they make their own beer uh but this is a place that serves a lot of wings um so they just have some good americana type food and wings uh the second one this one's i i believe this is actually near normandy and this is granny fish's house this one looks pretty good uh so this says uh specializing in southern fried and grilled catfish fillets trout frog legs and homemade desserts by granny the, the thing about Granny's, I think we just need to throw up their website real quick. Yeah, so Granny's is apparently in uh, War Trace, Okay, Tennessee. War Trace, Tennessee. All right, so here's a photo of the catfish and probably some of those. It uh, looks fantastic. Those little things. But it's like a, like an old cabin, which looks really cool. Yeah. And then that chicken and potato combination looks fantastic. That yes. steak looks even better. Uh, and then you have your frog legs. Have you ever had frog legs, Aaron? Nope. Would you try frog legs? I'd try them. Yeah. Okay. Is there something that you would not try oh. from the lake? Oh, from a lake? Yes. No. No, I'd try everything from a lake. Okay. Yeah. I've I've had I've had most stuff from a lake. Even snails? Except except frog legs. Um lake snails. 
Sure. I tried okay. like snails. Uh, there's al- <laughs> there's also a barbecue restaurant down there called Porky's Pit Barbecue, and I just I could not find their menu for the life of me, so they probably just serve barbecue. If there's something called yeah. Lake Eels, I I may not that. But I may draw the line there. So there were lake eels. There's no marinas there, and there's not a lot of lodging opportunities near Normandy Lake. Correct. Uh, so let's move on to a a similar uh, similar lake. As far as this is a a small lake uh, that's included in our Middle Tennessee Adventure series. Uh, this is Cordell Hull Lake, um, and this the, this has a little bit more recreation opportunity. Uh, for this, and this is another one of the uh, Army Corps of Engineer projects. Uh, as you can see, there's a pattern to every single lake that we've talked about so far, except for Radnor. Radnor was different. Radnor was a Served little bit a different, different purpose, but yeah. all so far man-made projects to either uh, kind of dam up a river and help with flood control, help TVA with power, or to power, like Radnor, steam engine locomotives. All right, so this lake... Uh, produces 100 megawatts of power. There you go. The dam structure is 87 feet above this, uh, uh, the bed, or of the surface of the bed. It's a, it's a larger lake in acreage, so you have 11,960 acres with a maximum depth of 90 feet. So that's a, that's a very deep uh, river or a deep lake. Uh, and then the average depth throughout the lake is 20 feet in depth. Yeah, and uh, so let's see. How many acres did you say it was? 11,960. Uh, All right. Uh, which so it's, is it's which compare almost 10,000 acres larger than Normandy Lake. Yeah, and, and then compare that to the millions of acres that we'll be talking about in some future episodes. It's very interesting to, to compare those. Uh, but this is in... Um, so it's in Smith, Jackson, and Clay County. That's right. Uh, so you're kind of getting into northeast of Nashville, uh, up towards that direction, a little bit more towards the exact center uh, of Tennessee, and you go a little bit north from there. Yeah, so it's right off of – it's near Carthage, Tennessee, which is a small, beautiful town that I absolutely love. Uh, so I actually have Google Maps open right now, and we could see that they basically – they did the same thing that they did for Old Hickory Lake, and basically this is just a the dam a, a dam portion of the Cumberland River, and so you can see the lake basically goes through those three counties. You can see the width of the lake. Uh, how many does it say? How many miles is on the shoreline for this lake? Um, let's see if they have a mileage. I, I don't believe they have a mileage here. Uh, seventy-two miles, maybe. Okay, so that that could be maximum length seventy-two miles. That could be there. Um. Also here, it, it says on the uh, Corps of Engineers website, um, because of temperate climate and relatively long recreation season, visitors have numerous activities from which to choose, including fishing, hunting, camping, picnicking, boating, hiking, horseback riding, and other numerous ways to enjoy nature. I just I want to point these two things out on Google Maps real quick about this, uh, this lake. So there, there's two names of two towns. One is Defeated Tennessee. <laughs> and the other one is <laughs> Nameless Tennessee. Oh, what a hopeless area. Yeah. As far as names. It, you're, I'm nameless and I feel defeated. I wonder how many yeah. people live in those towns. Yeah. Some some poor sap named those and it's stuck. 
He was yeah. down on his luck. So you you can get to Carthage, Tennessee by 40. Um, so you just head 40 east from Nashville. And uh, we have, th- this is named after a, was he a U.S. Senator? U.S. House of Representative and U.S. Senate. So he uh, save, served here and his name is Cordell Hall. Is that how you say it? Is Hall or Hall? Uh, Cordell Hall. Okay. Uh, so he served in the Tennessee and U.S. House of Representatives and in the U.S. Senate. He served as a Secretary of State under President Franklin D. Roosevelt from 1933 to 1944 and negotiated the good neighbor policy towards Latin America. He was largely responsible for the creation of the United Nations for his efforts towards promoting world peace and harmony. He was awarded a Nobel Peace Prize in 1945. So there are two marinas on site. Uh, Defeated Creek Marina. Um, so it must be it must be in defeated Tennessee. Must be and Wildwood Resort and Marina. So it looks like a couple places to stay there as well. Um, and there are a few places to eat as well. Uh, these are not as big and as popular. So online menus are not necessarily a thing for a lot of these places. We do have an online menu for. Uh, is it Ebel's Tower, E-B-E-L apostrophe S, Ebel's Tower or Ebel's Tower? I'm not sure. Yes, Ebel's, um, Ebel's. which looks like a great place. This is in Carthage. Uh, it's been open since 2017. It's it's uh, said to be one of the most beloved places in Carthage uh, after the first establishment in the town to serve liquor by the drink since Prohibition. Okay, since um, Ooh, almost 100 okay, years. Okay, so it's got That's a little crazy. bit of history beyond 2017. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ebel's Tower is at the forefront of restoring the downtown area to its original vibrancy. A restaurant located inside the historic Courier building is inspired by the town's founder, William Walton, whose first business was a tavern and ferry located from the Cumberland River. Our recipes, flavors, and food uh, model several varieties and tastes from across the United States. Uh, So they have, it says, from West Coast wild-caught tuna to hand-cut aged center steaks down to uh, some Cajun flavors. <laughs> I, I don't even, I can't pronounce it. Um, back home to Great A Tennessee uh, Sal, uh, Ebel's Tavern approaches several tastes to satisfy the palate. I uh, I think we need to go out to Carthage and try this restaurant. I mean, it looks absolutely incredible. Or, let's throw up their menu real quick. They have some pretzels and cheese bites. They have fried pickles. They had fried fried cheese curds, which I absolutely love. Uh, they have some wraps. They have your favorite sea food. Uh, they have a, a few good options of steak and different fish options. They have specialty. Uh, they have craft, a lot of steak. They have craft burgers. So they have the Buffalo bl- uh, Blue Burger. So it probably has blue cheese on the burger. They have some po' boys. This place looks amazing. I really want to go here. Yeah, so that is a very, very unique thing. I, I'm interested. That uh, might might dig into that story of uh, William Walton a little bit more, uh, whose first business was a tavern and ferry yeah, down the Cumberland. And, Sounds and, pretty cool. And it's really interesting because I keep I'm, I'm studying a lot of prohibition a little bit more right now. Yeah, uh, it, they probably weren't able to make whiskey for maybe a hundred years out in that in those counties. But we'll talk about that in another series because yeah. that's uh, prohibition is a huge thing that happened in Tennessee, and I can't wait to get get more in depth with prohibition. Okay, uh, so maybe some of our most exciting lakes are oh yeah upcoming in this series oh yeah we have tim's ford lake we have kentucky lake we have dale hollow lake and And then we also have a lake that's completely underground in middle tennessee yeah setting some world records with uh actually several of these lakes upcoming see it tomorrow
for listening to Nashville Daily. To learn more about today's episode, visit NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. And to stay connected, head to our Discord and you can find the link at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com slash connect. Nashville Daily is now offering tours. If you'd like to take a tour of downtown Nashville, head to the link in the show notes or find out more details at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore.Nash production, copyright 2022.